League was to the 50s, what skateboarding is to the 80s. These kids need uniforms, hats. Hey friends, welcome back to the Bones Brigade audio show. I'm Larry and with me as always is Matt. Matt, how are you, sir? I'm excited to be here, Larry, as always. Me too. I'm having, I can't believe we're cruising through this catalog so well it's, already. It's going by too fast. It really yeah. is. Yeah, it legitimately is. I yeah. can't believe it. Like, we're almost to. It's starting with such sacred material too. It's pretty I crazy. I know. That I know. we don't get to like, look at, look forward to. Well, you know, I, we there's a lot to, yeah, to look, yeah, there's we, plenty we, to look forward to. Yeah. We've got some surprises yeah, in the mix too. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll get into it. Yeah. But, uh, and we've been getting lots of people reaching out saying that they've liked, uh, all the episodes so far. So I just want to thank everybody again for tuning in and, and all the, all the kind words they've sent our way and stuff. But I also wanted to ask the listeners out there if they'd like to help us out. I think a great way, an easy way they could do that was to just pop on over to uh, the Apple Podcast app and give us a rating or a review and a follow. That would help us out a lot. And that would uh, get a lot more eyeballs within the app uh, on us. So in case someone did this, like a generic search for skateboarding on there, like that would help us get more visible in the app so if anyone out there wouldn't mind doing that we'd appreciate it very much give us a like on instagram too give us a follow definitely we will, uh, we're posting a lot of stuff on the gram definitely uh, appreciate all of the uh all the engagement yep it's been great uh matt i saw you got uh i didn't think i'd bring this up but you grabbed a new board or a used board off uh I well did. you tell me off facebook i guess yeah Facebook Marketplace. Hey, it was, it's not not that big of a deal, but yeah, I scored a um, Bucky one of Bucky Elastic Stadium reissues for very very cheap on the on the marketplace. You know, it's a it's a reissue, so whatever. But it's awesome. I got it for forty bucks, so I was that's stoked. cool. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna set it up and ride it and everything. It's all right, already already set up. Do you cruise the marketplace a lot for boards or no? Uh. I I find myself sort of looking at Facebook Marketplace just out of boredom most of the time. Like, you know, when you're sitting on the couch at night and you're just flicking through your phone. And my uh you know, my the algorithm of my phone knows what I what I look for. <laughs> so it's a it just you know, shows you like you open yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that this popped up and I just was like, oh. 40 bucks i can't say i don't need it you know yeah but i can't say no so i went and picked it up the next day <laughs> what about you anything new anything exciting in the uh skateboard front besides uh, the uh volterra king cobra <laughs> i just got one of the a board from new blenders uh new company the heated wheel Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I think the board's called Slam Time. It's it had a really cool shape. Like when I saw the shape, I was just like, I have I have to get this. It's just ready to go for a cruise. So um, oh, yeah. I don't have it set up yet. I got to get the components for it still. But then once it's set up, it'll be curb time. What kind of components are we talking about? Like, what do you what do you ride truck wise? Uh, I'm going to put some Indy 159s on there. Good call. Um, I'm not sure about what 
wheels yet. I think I got to get something bright and colorful. I'm in the mood for a little color right now. Oh, all right. Yeah. 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 Get some slime balls. I'm thinking about it. Get some vomit. <laughs> yeah. But uh, speaking of Neil Blunder, uh, we just saw him in the new Tony Hawk biography film documentary, I guess you would call documentary. it. Documentary. Yeah. Uh, and that just came out yesterday and we both uh, have given it a viewing, but this has been on our radar for a little while about this movie coming out. And it's one that's on our video list of things we're going to cover here. So in the future, uh, we will have a more in-depth review, but I thought maybe we could just talk about it a little bit. Some initial first thoughts. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it too. It was great. I, lo- I mean, I, I loved it. It was it was awesome. It was like, uh, you know, the mark to me, the mark of any good documentary, like a really good documentary, is when you can take something as specific as like a like a skateboarder, you know, a pro skateboarder, which to a lot of people is interesting, but to a lot of people, they couldn't care less about something like that. But they could still watch that documentary and be like, this is this is a good documentary, you know, you know what I mean? Like the subject matter is sort of secondary to the I mean, you know, the whatever, like Tony Hawk is a skateboarder is I don't know. I think that uh, it was a it was an an amazing fitting tribute to that guy showed some uh, sides of the story that I didn't really know about and lots of cool footage and I was into it. But I think anybody, I think like my, you know, my grandpa could watch that video and be like, that was awesome. You know? Yeah. I mean, even my mom is like excited to watch it. Like she, you know, like well, my mom me. met Tony, my mom met Tony Hawk back in the day. So she's, she, she's going to be all over it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I thought it was super well done. The pacing, the editing was all, you know, the, just the production values was great. I love seeing all the, the old footage. Um, some that I've seen, some I haven't seen. So it's like, yeah. still just don't know what's out there. You know, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You got to wonder where they found some of that stuff. Yeah. I noticed that they had, it looked like some of the footage from skateboarding in the eighties, which we, you know, we covered two episodes ago, I guess Indeed. that is. And then, uh, yeah, I got to give it another viewing and, and just, uh, yeah, that was awesome. No, very, very highly recommended two thumbs up all around but um that is something like we said we're going to cover more in depth later on all right matt let's bring in our guest today we're super excited to have graphic designer extraordinaire jeremy dean is here aka dean's nuts welcome jeremy welcome. Thank, you. thank you glad to have you excited to be here so today we're going to talk about Future Primitive, Bowen's Brigade Video 2, which was released in 1985 on VHS and Beta, the old Betamax. It has a running time of 55 minutes, and uh, we see quite a beefed-up roster of skaters compared to the previous video. So we've got Steve Caballero, Adrian Demain, Richie Dunlap, Tommy Guerrero, Kevin Harris, Tony Hawk, Chris Iverson, Mike McGill, Lance Mountain, Rodney Mullen, Eric Sanderson, Steve Stedham, Ray Underhill, and Per Wellander. And executive producer George Powell, producer and director Stacy Peralta, art director Craig Stesick, who's credited here as C.R. Stesick III, and filmed by Stacy Peralta, Craig Stesick, D. David Morin, Pat Darren, and Dan Donnelly. Edited by Stacy Peralta. 
So Jeremy, how does Future Primitive come into your life? I think it was the first skate video I think I ever saw. I'm pretty sure because I started skating like really, you know, I always had a skate from very, very young, maybe like seven. So late seventies, but not like a real skateboard, like a toy store skateboard, like, you know, like plastic board, you know, we're going to go to Toys R Us. There's a wall of skateboards there. You know, can I get the $15 board? Sure. So we all had them in our neighborhood. Everybody would, nobody stood up and rode them. Everybody sat down and went down the hill on them. It was that kind of thing. But it wasn't until like 83, maybe being someone who like, you know, went to the uh, Jersey Shore every summer, spent a week or two down there. I always started going into surf shops and looking around. And that's when I started seeing like a little collection of skateboards show up here and there. They really weren't around all too that much then it was really more it was very surf heavy um and so i started seeing that these really big skateboards and i was like these are really cool and i started buying stickers which was really strange like i would go in and be like i'd see all these stickers and i was immediately attracted to the graphics so by 85 i had my 13th birthday and i'd asked for a board like a real skateboard because i had been begging for it forever and for some reason my parents were like, we're not spending $120 or $30 or whatever it was at the time, which is still about the same, mm-hmm. um, you know, on a skateboard. So finally, birthday, get a board. And then it was like, oh, there's, you know, you go to the skate shop and you see the videos and they're playing the videos in the shop and you're like, what's this? And I think if I were, and I was trying to remember this, I want to say that like, I remember like that video had sort of just come out at some point in 85 and either the low somebody somebody ponied up and bought it which was like a big deal things were like the videos were like the 40 bucks or something yeah like they that, were expensive you know? it's kind of crazy like, that's the price of a deck like why would you buy the video but you know we also figured out how to chain in vcrs right you could so, make duplicates so we're all making duplicates so it, during this in the summer you know, I, my mom would be like, what are you doing? And I'd be like, literally unhooking the V the VCR from underneath the TV and like heavy, big, heavy top loader, you know, thing and carrying it over to my neighbor's house. And we'd have the, like, I don't know how we engineered this at 13. Like I can't figure it out, but like we figured out like video in, out, everything hooked it all up and we were duping. So I still have my VHS with like video show, future primitive then put animal chin on there or maybe it was a separate one but also like you know street style and tempe and you know all like like a tampa pro like a bunch of all like a bunch of videos all like you know on the slow setting you could max out the six hour videotape i think that was like the first one that we saw and it was just like sort of mind-blowing to see these skaters who we're already kind of being becoming very familiar with via thrasher and trans world and then seeing it live right like seeing them actually move <laughs> which is the whole thing and then you know and so that, I mean, that was like one of those things where it was like you know it's a rainy day you're gonna watch that video it's you know it's you know you're you're you've been skating all day you're gonna watch it you're about ready to go out and skate you're gonna watch that first and you're gonna get all stoked and, and, and then go out and, and then try to recreate what you've just watched so hugely 
influential. See, I think I saw that first and then saw, then I was like, wait, there's another one. And that was the first the video show. And then I was just like, this seems so old. And it wasn't that really far apart. What was that? 84? Yeah, the year, year before. Yeah. And it just seemed so like, it seemed like there's just such a massive gap. There were things that just sort of really stuck and struck me uh, in a certain way with uh, Future Primitive, just everything about it. Matt, how did uh, Future Primitive come to you? I touched on this a little bit last episode, but it was one of four videos that I could that I could rent as a kid. So it was just in the rotation of videos that were available at the uh, at the Blockbuster. But you know, I remember I came into skateboarding a little later, probably around '88, and you know, I remember feeling the same thing when watching those older videos. It was like, man, this seems so so old. You know, because like. Nobody's riding on the fish-shaped boards yet. Everything, everyone's still on the pig boards with like the big old mini cubics and stuff. And you know, Future Primitive definitely stood out as being like to me the cooler of the two because there was the two. It was it was video show and Future Primitive, and then there was these other two corny videos that they had. Yeah, Future Primitive was like it seemed like more of a skate, like just a skate, like a core skate video. Like there wasn't a whole lot of fluff. They went to New York, you know. There's plenty of California stuff. There it was gritty. It had all the all the elements that I loved as a as a budding, you know, idiot in the Midwest. And it had pieces, little bits of humor in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. As well, which was like great to see that these guys didn't take themselves too seriously, you oh, know? Yeah, the, the opposite of it, I would say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, showed a lot of the personality. You know, we'll get into it, but, you know, the, the Lance convulsing on the ground after he falls out of the truck and you know that yeah. kind of stuff it was like you know that, that's the kind of yeah. stuff you went out and you you mimicked you know almost yeah like, exactly well, i don't even go flop around like a dead you know fish on the ground because <laughs> lance lance is doing it but yeah i mean it was pretty much that it was necessity it was one of those you know one of the only videos i had to access to at that point and uh so i watched it all the time of course. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you quoted it like any other Paul video or any, any other video you watched endlessly because that you didn't have the options you have now. But, you know, we do the trash more guy lines all the time. And, <laughs> you know, yes. keep the damn yeah, raccoon yeah, yeah. out of my truck. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it was a big part of it was a big part of it for sure for me. I had a paper route when I was younger. And uh, so I had a little bit of a disposable income and I threw down the 30 bucks. I had never seen a skate video before. I went into a shop and they had some videos and I was like, well, I've got, you know, money to burn. So I just, I was like, let me get that one. And it was future primitive in the, it weighs like 20 pounds, this heavy old clunky VHS tape in the clamshell. That was, this is the first video I bought, first video I saw. So it was pretty, pretty mind blowing. Where do you guys think the future primitive name comes from or, or what are they trying to tell us with that title? Do you think? It always had a very Stesic vibe to it to me, but I, yeah, I don't, it, I, I don't know. I mean, Stesic, which in, what's interesting about Craig Stesic is, and I, you know, and I've really come to all, to a lot of this, like I was fascinated sort of just by him and his work. And as I, you know, became a designer and I kind of went back and like dove into sort of, because I didn't really have access to like older skate mags back then. Like every once in a while, I'd see like an action now or something like that. Like somebody random would have it because of the older brother that happened to buy one. But like those old PAL ads that he did were 
incredible. Like the fact that they were like setting cars on fire and then like, <laughs> and like just, and like stuff that had absolutely nothing to do with skateboard, but still had everything to do with skateboarding, like <laughs> as like an idea or a vibe or a feeling. And I think that's sort of like, hold on, the, you know, the cave drawing, if you will. Jeremy just you pulled know. out a uh, vintage thrashed <laughs> Lance Mountain deck. Someone sent that to me in really? exchange for t- in, in exchange for t-shirts. They were oh, like, wow. "I've got an old, I've got an old mountain. Like, if I send this to you, will you send me some shirts?" I was like, "Sure." Yes. <laughs> but like this idea of like cave drawings in this modern context, just the ideas <laughs> that are really very fully formed to me. Like they carried it through in everything kind of amazing no idea really what it might actually mean but how how it was presented visually was great just from the from the type that was done and the drawings and all that stuff just so executed so well visually yeah i mean even the type on the on the packaging is basically the the lance mountain board lettering i'm pretty sure yeah yeah it is oh yeah yeah, I kind of maybe took the name as like, you know, skateboarding is kind of rooted in the past, but, you know, it's very progressive and, you know, moving towards the future all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that might be too easy of a definition, but, you know, who knows what it could mean. Maybe it just well, it sounded moving. cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, but it was moving so quickly at that time. Mm-hmm. Like everything was just, just progressing at like a thousand miles an hour. Like, Let's pop in the tape and get into this video, shall we? So it starts off with a, I'll call it a cold open. A TV station is signing off the air for the night and plays the national anthem. It's kind of crazy to think that this was actually a real thing that would happen. Like you'd stay up late on a Saturday watching Saturday Night Live. And then at 2 a.m., they'd just mm-hmm. turn the TV, the t- TV station would go off. And it's like, yeah, we're done it. for the night, guys. See you in yeah. the morning. Yeah. yeah. So crazy. Yeah. <laughs> It bummed me a, out when that happened all the time. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, guess I'll go to bed now. Yeah. Uh, and there's a little bit of narration of um, for the sign-off. And I'm thinking maybe it might be Larry Balma of Tracker Trucks and Transworld because I was watching the video last night and in the credits, uh, there's like a thank you list. And then after his name, it says in uh, parentheses, nar- narrator. And so I was thinking that this is the only kind of yeah, narration I, I can too. think of. Yeah, so that might be Larry yeah. Balma. I'm not sure. And the name of the TV station is K-Rat TV. So I'm <laughs> guessing rat is like for skate rat or park rat or something. And I, rat. Yeah. yeah. And I even got super curious. I was like trying to decode all this stuff. Why do, you know, what are the call letters? Why is everything a K or a W? So I actually looked that up. If you're west of the Mississippi, you're given the letter K. And if you're east of the Mississippi, you have a W. So there's a little TV fun fact for you. Oh, they got that right. Wow. Yeah. So this K, you know, it's coming from California. Yeah, there we go. Did anyone ever stand for the national anthem when the national anthem came on? Did anyone make their friends stand up? <laughs> no. <Or> the... <laughs> Please tell me you did not do that. I did not do that. But Mike <laughs> D told me that he would make his friends, you know, the first time they watched it, he's like, everyone's like, stand oh. up, stand up, you know? Oh my gosh. Wow. That's hilarious. That's yeah. hilarious. I love no, that. No, I would never have occurred to me to do that. Ever. Yeah, me neither. Um, like, unless I was in school and there, they were like, you got to stand up right now. Yeah. Or you're going to the principal's office. <laughs> 
And then it seems like the TV station is hijacked or taken over by, you know, mm. some skate pirates, we'll call them. And uh, they uh, broadcast Future Primitive. Any, you guys have any other thoughts on that kind of cold open there? I just thought that was kind of cool. Like, and throughout the whole video, that how they use a little bit of found stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. But yeah, like that, that kind like TV test pattern kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like all that kind of stuff really like you don't really realize it at the time. But in hindsight, looking at it like that was kind of like no one was really doing that, like making these little like there was like it was like it had elements of parody. It had elements of just like found and like kind of mushing it all together like was. Yeah, it was almost like I don't know if I go so far as to say like breaking the fourth wall or whatever, but it, it almost like had elements of like seeing what i think i'm seeing like is this is this right you know exactly yeah like it, and you're like wait a minute like yeah like like did i get the wrong tape like at yeah, first you're like exactly. what is this right yeah, like you yeah, know and i yeah. think that's i think that was probably their intent was like to kind of like you know it's not like here's you know title sequence go and here you go it's like this whole other thing that starts yep. out in the beginning and you're just like wait what's what's happening here what, what am i watching <laughs> another it's also another interesting use of televisions you know in the previous video yeah. St- stacy smashes the tv and then that's a thing they kind of kept doing later on too so this is another you know cool tv reference yeah in the yeah. beginning and then it jumps into an opening montage which is kind of you know we talked about it last time too like this is you know technically the second probably the second skate video ever made so this concept of like, you have this kind of quick cut, high energy, you know, opening segment to kind of really get your attention. And it's got, this has got that cool synth song kind of behind it, instrumental song. Yep. That's really cool. And I always remember just watching it, that first trick, Lance does that gymnast plant invert. I always just remember the co- the colors just seem so like the bright blue California sky. He's got a yellow helmet on a red t-shirt. It just you know, first skate video you saw. So that's like the first trick on video, you know, I'm ever seeing. So it's like, I don't know, it's just yeah. kind of crazy. But what do you guys, is there any, uh, what do you guys think about the opening mantra? Any cool tricks or anything that catches your eye? Tony Hawk. Tony yeah. Hawk does a, I think he does a 720 at the very end of it, doesn't he? Yeah, he closes the yeah. with a 720. Yeah. That was pretty incredible to see. At that point in time, I mean, people are obsessed with 540s at this point in time. Like you can tell this oh, is yeah. the this is the 540 explosion. Yeah, it's the, um, the dividing line for a pro yeah. skater, pretty much. <laughs> they're all they're all over this video, but I mean I, I still think like Hawk doing a 720 in spite of all that, it's pretty incredible. Definitely. I did notice they besides the one kind of like downhill slide, 360 slide, there's no street skating in there. Like you don't see a clip of Tommy Guerrero or anything from the, the content. Yeah. It's all vert and, and pool. Not that that's bad, but it's kind of just interesting to, you think they would have some yeah. street in there somewhere. Because there is, because it is in the video. And that yeah. was the thing too. I remember seeing that and being like, Oh, like, and I just sort of, you know, naturally expected just to see when I saw that the first time, like didn't really even know what to expect, but really thought, Oh, I'm just going to see pool and ramp skating. Like that's all I'm going to see. Right. Mm-hmm. So they sort of set you up for that. Right. To be like, oh, this is what, okay, we're going to see just pool ramp because that's, you know, the, the majority of the coverage in, in magazines at the time. That's yeah. It's sort of still like the, the dominant attention portion of skateboarding vert riding yeah. at that point. 
So after the montage, we uh, segue into Tommy Guerrero's debut. And uh, before we see him skate, we get a quote on the screen that says, 200 years of American technology has unwittingly created a massive cement playground. It took the minds of 12-year-olds to realize its potential. So when I'm seeing this for the first time, I don't quite understand it, but instantly I'm in love with it and I memorized it and I would quote it and I would write it on my notebooks at school or I'd write it on my grip tape and stuff. But a little later on, I guess I understand that, you know, this is a quote from Craig Stesick and they're kind of recycling some Dogtown material and it's Mm -hmm. originally appeared in Skateboarder Magazine, volume two, number two. The quote alters slightly. I'll read you the original. 200 years of American technology has unwillingly created a massive cement playground of unlimited potential, but it was the minds of 11-year-olds that could see that potential. And that's the opening line from an article called Aspects of the Downhill Slide, which if you've seen the Dogtown movies, they uh, credit the the Dogtown articles from Skateboarder Magazine. So that's where that's from. So there's some extra wordage in there and in, in the in skateboarder, it's the minds of 11 year old. And then in future primitive, it's the minds of 12 year olds. And it's, it's fascinating to me because, you know, we, you know, I don't know if anybody had that, you know, anybody at a 13 year old kid or 14, whatever age you were at the time, unless you had been around in that era, had that context, right? Yeah, you would like, never know you, that it was like from that, 10 years that, earlier or oh, something. No. Okay. that was brand new that was brand new to you you were like what is this like where did that come from you know but then you know history being what it is go back and you're able to kind of go like oh and put it and piece it all together which again in the the weird mind of craig stethic right and kind of amazing how he kind of contextualized skateboarding and the fact that they start with that shot of the cement truck they're building the playground yeah 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 exactly I don't know if that was, you think that was pure, like, I'm, I'm guessing that was probably pure luck that that just happened to be happening at that yeah, time they that they were filming. That, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And so they just decided like, you know, Stacy having the history that he has, obviously like, Oh, we should just use that line from Craig, like, adjust that line from Craig, like to put it in there, you know, or whatever it is. I mean, he was, you know, Craig Stesick was art director on the, on the video. So it probably, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if he was just like, Oh, this would be the perfect segue. But you know, a nice little sort of meeting of two worlds. The future and the primitive. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there you Will go. You... See? Yeah, it is. Think, I think we may have unraveled figured this out. it. Yeah, we're going to decode this video as we go along. <laughs> I think but we it's... may have figured this out. Yeah. It's cool that you, if you think about it though, the first, I mean, like the first street skateboarding part, I mean, ever really starts with actual like footage of a street being made. <laughs> you know what I mean? It yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That is cool. Yeah. It's it's yeah. pretty awesome. I mean, I guess you could maybe say Lance, you know, in 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 video show, but I I would say Tommy's part is pretty much like the the first yeah. real like street skating, you know, part part. Yeah, like Lance. Yeah, like Lance's stuff in video show was sort of almost like things that happened on the way to do something else. Right. 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 Things to have things that he did on his way to skate a an abandoned backyard pool or you know go to venice beach and see you know wellander freestyle or whatever it is and you know but yeah like that whole like scene of going into guerrero skating down the street was like wait i can relate to this like just a meet like right off the bat like didn't start with some big ramp didn't start with some you know amazing pool because nobody had abandoned pools in the in the northeast 
Yeah, you know they didn't. They didn't. Anyway. Ex- they did not mm-hmm. exist. And so you know, all we had were like we didn't even really have that many hills, and not even as great of uh, the little concrete structures as you know those as they did in San Francisco. But you know, we had curbs, and then we had the little roll-in kind of side things to a driveway. So at least that was very relatable. You know, yeah. when I see that, you're just like, oh, okay, I can immediately relate to this. And I'm sure that was by design because what, you know, like you said, everyone's got the street out in front of their house, Yeah, you know? And so in the same way that they kind of kicked off the video show, you know, they kicked <laughs> off this one in, in a way that was like, yeah, you can just go out your front door and the world's right there. Like go, right. go skate. If you find an abandoned pool along the way, then, you know, yeah. more power to you, but. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, I think that world of Southern California where there were those occasional really good spots at that point in time any of the old 70s skate parks were bulldozed especially on the east coast and all you really had like you 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 know there were a couple ramps near me but i never i didn't know anybody well enough to go skate them so we were building little launch ramps with stolen lumber from uh, neighborhood building sites next to ours and then we had curbs and parking lots and that was kind of it so very relatable I like the uh, kind of the street signs they cut in, like the flammable bones. And then there's, you know, skateboard mm-hmm. crossing and subliminal where you're like, it's a skateboard. It's a city for skateboarding. You know, they have street signs. Yeah. Like I love that is amazing to me because like, I don't know until, and then granted everything was still very fresh and kind of new and discovering all this stuff. But like, I don't know if before that there had been any reappropriation of just everyday stuff into skateboarding, like taking those things and then kind of putting them into a different context. To me, that was like the sort of the beginning of that. Maybe it existed before, but I don't think I've ever, I'd ever I know I hadn't seen it at that point, but I don't really, I was trying to look at examples or think about examples that maybe predated that, but I don't think it did. I also want to comment on the ollie over the bush between the two driveways is kind oh. of like a big one that everyone, you know, my skating and a lot of my friends skating was just kind of based around just trying to ollie as high as you can. So seeing that was just like, Mm-hmm. whoa that's like the biggest ollie i've ever seen you know yeah and i don't even know if we could ollie at that point you know what i mean like i think like we, we'd like gotten just to the point where we could like start to like maybe like a little bit but like seeing that was like how did he get that like how did that happen especially if you know if you know now what he was doing it on if you have the oh yeah context of like what a skateboard is now versus what one was then oh yeah would be He's Absolutely. got his grip tape cut in some whack way where there's not, he doesn't even have the whole thing gripped all the way up to the nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a weird grip tape job on that. On yeah. That one. yeah. Yeah. That was a uh, transitional moment for sure. Mm-hmm. I think. So after the kind of downhill skating, he skates the dish, which is in uh, mm. Hunter, Hunter's Point in San Francisco, which again, like I said, trying to just blast Ollie, seeing that, you know, that curved surface where he's launching off of i just thought that was really super cool yeah and then uh i think it was in the year 2000 i was visiting a friend in san francisco and i was like dude i gotta skate the ditch and no one would would take me there because it was a super bad neighborhood apparently like uh they're like we don't want to get you know jumped or beat up so we're not going to the dish today is that what it's called yeah the dish oh, okay and that yeah. was was that originally that was built as a as kind of like a 70s skate park yep yep and it had does it survive? Is it still around today? It was as of just a couple years ago. I guess they oh. 
they bulldozed it and i think they put like a modern kind of park there which sucks oh, okay. if they did do that that's a bummer but i also really like the hazard plant he does suddenly he's got like sunglasses on and he does this really cool hazard plant i which i used to say was the best one but i've i've been schooled and shown uh, a crazier one by a, a guest that's coming on in the future so i will say that's the second best hazard plant ever done he does some huge stuff over that little bump in the middle though like yeah. he does some pretty gnarly you know, yeah like a- 360 big ollie mm-hmm. varial yeah, yeah. You know, all kinds of stuff yeah that was like when i saw that and i saw like that sort of skate park where do these things exist right that whole video is like you're just jealous of everything that's like you're like wow like they've got these such cool places to skate and like oh wow look at all these people that come out and do this like i had never seen it just you know there's six or seven of us as kids who have skateboard like that's it you know like you don't see this massive group of people hanging out and skating and all this kind of stuff and i didn't see that until you know a little later those early videos, there were so so many examples of that. I didn't you know what, what the Brooklyn Banks were, you know, back then. But oh yeah, that, you see that spot, you know, later in the video, and you're like, how how is this even? How does this exist anywhere? Like, do these people know how lucky they are to have this mm-hmm. insane thing to just go skate anytime they want? So Tommy continues on his way, and he skates right into his house. And uh, he actually did live there. That's really, that is really his house too. But I know when he skates up, I noticed gas is a buck 16 in the background. I wrote that down. (laughs) I have that right here. Yeah. And that was probably expensive for the time. Oh yeah. Probably. Yeah. Absolutely. For it to be above a dollar. Yeah. 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 Above a dollar back then. Yeah. That's expensive. And then I thought that also kind of had the good night, Mr. Mountain vibes from the the first video like it's kind of it closes by like i'm done skating for the day i just skate right into my front door and i remember being kind of tripped out because i just lived in the suburbs like his door to like his living room is like right out on the sidewalk you know like that just freaked me out that people would just be walking like by your door like three feet from your door like all night long i just like that was crazy (laughs) so then after that we transition to the pool cleaners part uh with lance cab mcgill and it starts out with Sam Weinstein from a censored realtor's office calling Mrs. Johnson to assure her that her house she's interested in has a pool and the pool cleaning men are there right now. <laughs> and this is a cool slow-mo part with this really kind of pulsating music. It's almost not even music. It's just like a like a pulsating. Yeah, like a weird like synth, like, rah, 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 yeah. rah, like that yeah. kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. And we see Lance, he's got his pro model now. He's you know, he's the first video pro that, you know, using that term loosely coming off the first video. So it's cool to see that now he's got his pro model, the slow-mo with the, you know, people like cheering and saying, yeah. And then it would be in slow motion. If my mom was in the room, she'd be like, why are they putting in sounds of cows mooing (laughs) in the video? Because she thought it sounded like cows, I guess. This pool is the uh, the Gonzalez pool, it's called. And it was owned by Jose Gonzalez. And he was an actor in Hollywood. Uh, he had roles on The Andy Griffith Show, Perry Mason, My Three Sons, Bonanza, uh, Cisco Kid, and uh, numerous, numerous others. That's wild. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And it was a permission pool. Like you could just, you know, arrange. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And it was recently buried just in the last couple of years. So it was around from the 70s, 80s, 90s, into the 2000s. I remember seeing that. Huh. Yeah. 
Yeah, I remember watching this as a kid and thinking like how gnarly, because like the stone coping, if I'm not mistaken, right? Like it's like really rough cope. Am I thinking of the right part? I think there's there's regular pool coping and then I think there's some sections that had it knocked out. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. But mm-hmm. just seeing like a cab do some like backside tail block, it was awesome. Yeah, that part is rad. I love that it's all in slow-mo. I love the Lance stalled invert into the grass. Yeah, the comedy here. <laughs> and that, the airplane crashing sound yeah. effect. Yeah, the airplane that. crashing mm-hmm. sound. That, yeah, That's the best in these videos. Like Lance kind of really steals the show with some of these things, right? Because um, I thought that was a, like, I remember seeing that, like, I don't want to see it slow-mo. I want to see it like normal speed. But then that part where he just kind of goes, and then is, is, is like, oh, I'm like, oh, okay. This like kind of make somehow makes sense now. I don't know why, but it, it, it does. And Jesse Martinez has that crazy edger where he's just like hanging oh, yeah. onto it every to the last second is really cool. And then it kind of ends with cab hanging from the diving board and you can hear Stasek shooting the photos and then they show the actual photos, you know, Stacy filming and you hear the shutter going off. Um, kind of a cool way to to end that part i love that from like a from a just like an art direction standpoint like that you see the other side of things too like you see that they're shooting the photo and then you see the end result like all that stuff just you know that took a lot of thought and a yeah, lot you're of kind effort. of they're showing you kind of like behind the scenes kind of in yeah. a way any other comments on that part for me that's the weirdest i think that's kind of the weirdest part of the whole video Mm-hmm. just because of all the all the slow-mo stuff is just like this is really strange because it's sort of change like it kind of such a crazy pace change that it it's almost jarring in a way i just thought of this like after seeing that part i immediately i was like i have to skate a pool where where are there pools yeah. and there was a, a country club uh right on the edge of my neighborhood and in the winter time they would drain the pool so we're less like, oh, we got to go check it out. And so we go in there, but it's just a square, you know, vertical walls. There's no transitions, yeah. but we're just like, we have to go in there. We have to be, I just needed to be in a pool with my skateboard. So we would jump in there yeah. and, and just skate in the, in the flat ground on the bottom of the pool because there's no transitions. So we're, we were trying. You said, you, you know, you could say you skated the pool. I trespassed into a country club and skated their yeah. pool. I did have a... Uh... I don't even remember this kid's name, but his parents had a pool and one time they trained it. And I think it was a friend of my brother's or something. I truly don't remember his name. We went over to try to skate it, you know, went in there thinking, oh, we're going to be able to just skate this pool. And it had like the flat, you know, or the, the shallow end that rolled into the deep. And I, I used to skate my trucks really tight. And I remember I, that was the first time I ever learned like the price you pay for having kind of two tight trucks. Cause I hit that wall and I, couldn't carve i couldn't you know i had to try to tic tac out of it and i just like <laughs> straight to the flat and it bummed me out i was like man i'm done <laughs> i wish i could go back and do it again at least take a, a solid run at that wall so after the pool part we transition into a series of segments about the life of the skater and the first segment we have is how they train and this shows lance fingerboarding on like a double kitchen sink at his house. <laughs> McGill Hawk and some others are there watching. One thing I did notice was they're wearing the same clothes as the ditch session later on, that ditch that's like up in the hill. So that must have mm. been the same day because everyone's wearing the same same clothing there. It's oh. just a little something I caught last night. And also Lance is credited with inventing fingerboard. 
fingerboarding yeah. from this. Yeah. It's pretty wild because if you ever like take a look into the modern day fingerboarding, it's like this whole wild industry in itself. It's pretty, it's pretty yeah. crazy. I would say, you know, you could probably just watch this segment and move on with your life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty, if you want to get into fingerboard, like watching fingerboard videos, just watch this and then, and then don't watch anything yeah. else. Like when we saw that, we were like, well, how do we make those? You know, and then wasn't there a thing in eventually in like Thrasher or Transworld where like they tell you like you know break apart the matchbox and cut off the pencil eraser and you know all that kind of oh, like wow. I don't remember that, but there could be. I don't know. I have to look because I have all my Thrashers and Transworlds and stuff. So yeah, a year you know? later, like a lot of those companies came out with those little plastic keychains. Yeah. You would like I, cut the keychain part off, and then you know you take yeah. them to school and you're skating on your yeah. notebooks and stuff or whatever. I still have a Fred, an Alva Fred Smith, one of those it's... somewhere, but the but the wheels, the back wheels are gone or something. I had like a that. I had a Neil Blunder, Genus. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. I come. I had a I had a couple. I think I had a Skull Skates one and maybe a tracker trucks one i come across them once in a while when i'm digging around for something yeah but i destroyed many a matchbox trying to make a skateboard trying to make making making the little finger because we had it like we would bring them to school you know and like we had our little scraps of um grip tape and like card you know cardboard and trying to like make the tail uh, and you know and then like shot taking my mom's like why don't any of these pencils have erasers on them <laughs> and you know and I'm like, you know, got the exact, got the knife and like cutting in the little thing and then gluing, you know, the whole thing. But I forget how we knew how to make like what, like what the tutorial was and to sort of. I wonder how many current like fingerboarders realize that this is where it originated from. Like this was literally where like it started. Oh no. So after that, uh, the next segment is how they compete. And this is a contest at uh, Mount Trashmore Skate Park in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And kind of right off the bat, we're hit with this uh, kind of like hippie burnout skater guy. And his name is actually Tommy K. He's a skater from Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, oh. he actually helped build the, the animal chin ramp and some of the Savannah Slam oh. test ramp. Yeah. So he's he's connected for sure. He's not just some rando. Wow. Off the yeah. Well, that, and that's the thing. That's what you think. When yeah. You that's it, what right? it appears to be. Oh, yeah. Totally. Like hitchhiking but to then, get to the contest. Yeah. Like that. But like you see him. And you think he's just some kind of like weird random dude, but then they're like, who's skating? Who's, you know, who's skating really good? Oh, Hawk skating great. Like, and then you're like, wait, oh, wait, he knows yeah, yeah. what's going on. Uh huh. And then, but then there's the whole part where it's like, you know, I'll be home soon, keep the, you know, raccoon I'm a truck. And you're just like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, who is this guy? Like, I mean, who is this guy? Yeah. Thank God they had the cameras rolling on that dude, though. Oh, because that stuff is so legendary. Like, God, we yeah. used to quote that guy. Constantly. all the time yeah the oh, raccoon okay. out of the yeah. truck keep the damn raccoon out of my truck <laughs> yeah i've said that a million times and then the girls too like that's the other thing too is like they're they're, they're in, when they interview those girls and they're like oh, yeah. who who is he oh he's so cute. steve cavallero that's who i want to date you're just like <laughs> it's just it's taking that little bit of humor and fun around all that stuff and interjecting it into this video it's just really great because it could be you know skate videos could be really dry if you didn't have a good perspective on other people and things mm -hmm. and stuff and you know kind of going in there yeah they had the the foresight to get reactions and interview the locals and kind of it's almost kind of like yeah. a documentary type style like here's what's yeah here's the crazy scene at the half pipe today you know and it just happens yeah. to be and, a and contest you, 
yeah. you got like the kind of like out of touch. I, mean, I don't want to say out of touch. I'm not trying to be mean, but like the older kind of security guard dude at the beginning who's like, you know, we want to get these kids off the streets and put them in one place where they can skate safely, you know, and, and yeah. it's kind of not, you know, just sort of like. Yeah. Which was a pretty progressive thought for an older man oh, yeah, at yeah. that time, right? Normally yeah. they would just be like, get out of here. We don't want to see, have anything to do with it. But the fact that he's even like, kind of like, okay with the fact <laughs> that they've, you know, built this ramp on a former trash dump, um, you know, like, yeah. that's like, <laughs> that's like that's really good i actually last night when i was watching it you can see like his little name badge it's officer fowler of the virginia beach uh parks and recreation department so i tried to google him last night to see what was up with him i could not find officer fowler so hopefully he's Uh, he's alive and well still but i like the way that he said instead of skateboard ramps he says skateboard wraps the skateboard wraps (laughs) that guy's awesome yeah but tommy k kind of says you know lance mountain's tearing it up and we cut to the skating and lance's sure is uh tearing it up i was immediately taken in by his orange safety vest yes that's had the bones thing on the back yes. too yep. right and i was like why is he wearing this where did it come from so fast forward probably 25 years later and i actually got to go to lance's house and he was showing me kind of some of his stuff just pulling random stuff out of boxes suddenly in front of me was this vest yeah so i was like can i please try this on he's just like yeah go ahead (laughs) i put the vest on and it's actually the flammable bones uh shirt but just the black pass so you just get the bones and then there's the you know if it had the red, it would be that kind of diamond shape. And then yeah. it has the Powell Corp kind of diagonal. And then in the front pocket just has the bones in the front. So dude, that's yeah. amazing, man. Again, Lance kind of steals the show, right? Like he got has this wacky like flagger safety vest on as he's skating in this contest and then like runs off the you know runs off the ramp and is like yeah he kind of crashes off the side crashes off the side and it's fantastic yeah the best does kind of blow me away like does he go up to powell and be like can you guys screen this for me or does someone at the warehouse have a safety and they're like oh let's just put it on here and when this for some reason do the black and then lance get like it's just what i would make up in my head is that he had this idea that he really wanted this done for some reason <laughs> and happened to go into the you know i'm assuming at the at the time i guess they were i think they were screening the all they had like a whole thing where they were screening their own shirts they were doing everything themselves right mm-hmm. so like he probably went into the warehouse and went like can you just like th- th- those are on the press can you put this on the press too and give it you know the black pass only yeah. you know i think a lot of it too is like back in those days like how do you stand out at a at a, at a contest like that like what mm-hmm. do you you know how do you stand out to the crowd to the judges you know you'd see like christian's hair extensions or the yeah hair shirt flopping out of the back of his shorts yeah. or whatever yeah so I think, yeah. you know, maybe some of it was like that. Like, I'm not that Lance, I think, was too terribly concerned with standing out. But, you know, how do you just sort of rise above the the rest of the crowd that are standing yeah. on the deck and make yourself more visible and stuff like that? But he was he was also kind of goofy. Like, you know, Lance is kind of goofy. 
right? Yeah. So yeah, he, totally. like, so that's like the perfect thing to have as like flair at that time, which, you know, like Blender always wore like the sleeve hats and like, or whatever. And, mm -hmm. but like, and, you know, it, it was very distinctly Neil Blender. So that, you know, I, I yeah, I, lo I love that sort of like, we just thought that was so cool. Like the fact that he just had that crazy safety orange vest on. That was really funny. <laughs> well, I mean, it stood out. Clearly we're talking about it today. Oh, yeah, exactly. There's also some cutaways to the crowd. And there's one part where you can see like three guys and there's yeah. one guy, he's holding a Super 8 camera and it's uh, Rick Chernowski from him and Buddy do all those love letters to skateboarding. Yeah. Oh, really? That's Yeah, because he's from the, yeah. So I would love oh. for him to like get this footage out. And then the guy in the yellow shirt who's like really going wild that looks yeah, it's I, a I corrosion don't, of conformity shirt. Is that it what it is? Because like I yeah. was going to say. It looks like a CO. It looks like it's a COC shirt. And yeah. I kept going back and looking at it and going like, but the skull is like a little, it's like the same, but different. And it's well, maybe, maybe it's not. like a really, er, maybe it's like a really early COC shirt because it's like more filled in and yeah. it's like great, but it's really, yeah, I, 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 been forever fascinated as to exactly what that is like i would love to see the back of it i want to yes. know all of it i want to know exactly <laughs> that, what it is. That, that guy for some reason he stood out to me as being like i wish i was that cool like that dude <laughs> i don't have clothes that are that cool like i don't have hair that cool i wasn't that thin you know he's just sitting there like he's so hyped he's like mick twist you know or whatever yeah, he's yeah. really he, yeah he's like <laughs> mick twist freaking out yeah he's like he's freaking out like ah yeah like dude he's just so like yeah yeah. yeah that guy's awesome i think because i kept looking at that going like is that the coc shirt but wait i've never seen a yellow coc shirt no great i haven't seen you know every, but at the same time it's like and it looks like the skull but it's kind of i mean it might have been a homemade thing you know who knows yeah but it was yeah. it was cool it was wild i was just yeah. like this is really interesting to me. yeah back in those days i mean who knows you know took it to, yeah, yeah. Took, took a yellow shirt to school where they had a silk screen and he made a stencil uh, himself and <laughs> made his own coc shirt yeah yeah. Well, his name is James Keith and he's on Instagram. If you want to uh, oh, drop a line you, about it. Are you serious? Yeah. Dude, you're like such a sleuth. Cause it's, <laughs> I know, dude, this is my life. <laughs> this is so great. <laughs> we have got to get that dude on this show. Oh yeah. You should definitely get that guy. On. Just, 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 on. just like a short 25 minute interview. Like, yeah. Just like, can you, that, that screenshot of him just mid yeah. joke. Just be like uh -huh. 20 minutes like, of okay, James Keith. Yeah. yeah. We need we to need talk to about dig your, down. Your, your memories. And then yeah. we need to talk about how stoked you were on being in the video. Yeah. And then what the and shirt. shirt got to talk about the yeah. shirt. Yeah. Exactly. I also looked up the contest results for this. So Hawk mm. got first. Uh, McGill got fourth. Lance got fifth. And Cab got seventh. Who was who was second out of the uh, uh, Philip? I only wrote down what they got, but I remember Phillips. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Phillips was oh. second. You know, and there's also the usuals like, you know, Hosoy's in there and probably mm -hmm. Magnuson or something. I also really liked Hawks wearing like this pink and purple kit and it matches his board. Cab is cranking some mute airs that were like super high. And McGill gets uh, the twist chant going and gives the crowd what they need. Yeah, there's a few 540s in this in this segment. And McGill's, yeah. I will have to say, sorry, Mike, but McGill's was the sketchiest of all of them. Yeah, Lance landed, and Tony do it too. Yeah, yeah. And also, you mentioned those girls earlier, and they dropped the audio out of that clip for a second, and I was always wondering why that happened. I wonder. Maybe there's a there's some... a you know they got censored. 
yeah someone you know? said a cuss word or something and then you hear the one yeah. kid in the background hey this girl can skateboard you want to get a vhs of it <laughs> i always thought that was pretty funny instead of saying you should film this he's like get a vhs a vhs that's great yeah i like that and then of course it ends with that classic keep the damn raccoon out of my truck please after that, we transition into the What They Dream segment, and there's uh, just shots of uh, empty pools. And from what I understand, this was a whole neighborhood that burned down uh, in Los oh, wow. Angeles somewhere. So there was like, you know, they would go there and look for pools because no one was living there anymore. And I actually Crazy. counted the pool. They show 13 pools, just in case you're wondering. And then that transitions into the uh, San Jose pool part with uh, Lance Hawk Cab, uh, Jeff Grasso, and others. Grasso, who's is not credited in the on, on the credits. Is he in really the, not? In the video. Wow. Well, yeah. I thought he was Which, on the back cover. I thought I mentioned him. I don't. I didn't see it because I went oh, back because yeah, I looked. I I looked at the credits again just because I was just like, oh, because I was just make sure I was remembering certain <clears throat> people correctly, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the credits and I was like, why isn't Jeff? crazy weird because he's you know he's yeah. he's in a few scenes in this video mm-hmm. he's at the lance's you know the mountain manor he's in yeah. you know about this the sacto contest he's the ditch thing yeah the like ditch yeah. thing yeah. yeah yeah so would this be grasso's first appearance on video yeah i think so yeah i yeah. think it would be yeah because mm-hmm. yeah. he le- and he left he left for Ma- madrid he went to uh, Schmitz-Ticks and then oh, Schmitz-Ticks. yeah, then yeah. Santa Cruz after that. He left Powell, um, right, I guess, after that was filmed. But it's weird that he wouldn't be listed. So there's also kind of another wild scene that it was just kind of mind-blowing. Like there's this empty pool that looks like a nuclear bomb went off and there's, you know, there's no buildings and there's just all this trash and mattresses and tires in this pool. There's kids hanging out. There's spray painting, there's graffiti. So you're getting another look into this like crazy world of skateboarding. Yeah, I love that. I like, I, I love that scene just because to me at that point in my life, like that's sort of what was I was gravitating towards rather than the maybe the more like clean cut ramp part was like this kind of more seedy for lack of yeah yeah exactly it had more yeah. of a subculture you know with the music i was listening had changed and everything had changed so like seeing that was like i love that little scene is and as lighthearted and kind of fun as it all is like it's yeah. nothing it's not like it's like ah it's crazy but but like you know they're doing there's graffiti and there's other stuff and it's like a little dirty and grungy and but like in a in a good way i like yeah i think this is this these videos were probably a lot of people's first introduction to like just the concept of subculture at all mm-hmm. of doing something like you know skating a spray painted graffitied up swimming pool filled with garbage and you know that doesn't sound yeah attractive to most people but then there's a certain subset of people that that sounds awesome and that's the yeah. kind of people that made skateboarding what it was then and i think it it yeah. still continues to attract that type of person uh some other fun facts here you can see mofo you know the photographer from thrasher yep. shoots cab mm-hmm. and that's uh yeah. doing a front side invert and that's on the cover of the june 85 issue and in the caption oh, nice. for that photo it says this pool was bulldozed shortly after this session so probably wasn't around much longer and there's also you don't see him skate but one of the other guys you can kind of see there's a lot of other skaters there there's a guy in a red hat and sunglasses and that's scott foss who was actually sponsored Mm. by powell earlier in the 80s but had kind of you know transitioned out 
or whatever, but he's he's there, what's mm-hmm. pretty cool, fun fact. And then Cab has these wild braids in his hair. Yeah. And <laughs> kind of going back to me trying on Lance's vest as he was showing me all this stuff, he's like, Oh, I know check it out. I have a Ziploc bag of all of Cab's braids because Cab just shaved his head out of the braids and he gave me one of the braids. And I, so I have a braid of Cab's hair. That's so weird and I love it. <laughs> so I have to find it. I have it in a Ziploc bag somewhere. So I got it. I got you it. have it? Yeah, he gave not the whole bag. He gave me one braid. He's wow. like, here's a braid of Cab's hair from Future Primitive. Here you go. Dude, that's so funny. And another kind of way it circles around the first Thrasher I ever saw was that that issue with Cab on the cover, which is kind of weird. So now I'd be like, I have the braid of that dude's hair. In that segment on the video where you see like Lance come up as Stacy is talking and he goes like that, like that was one of those things that we always yeah like little... mim- mimicked over and over again. Lance coming in and then sort of injecting that little weird element to this whole video yeah he steals the scene oh another fun fact we learned from sean mortimer who was our guest on the previous issue there's that part where grasso's kind of rolling in and he puts his hands up yeah a little eagle like yeah yeah yeah, uh he's making fun of eric nash apparently who used to i guess he would while he skated he had a a weird art thing he did with his arms i guess and so i mean that makes absolutely perfect sense given everything that i've seen with all of the love letters and all that you know like the way he just would overanalyze everything not overanalyze but like really critically analyze skate like style in particular and hand and like hand position Mm -hmm. it's really it's actually that's really fantastic to like learn that because it just makes perfect sense so after that pool part we have uh i'll call him intermission guy this is actually uh d david morin's father so d david is the man who you know we know as the man who killed skateboarding with action now (laughs) magazine Uh, but this is this is his dad and he's got you know shane the dog and he's like how are you enjoying the show you got to get yourself a good old cold (laughs) glass of milk or a good hot cup of cocoa and sit back and enjoy the rest of the show just a weird little another thing to just segment but uh, in but there. that sort of irreverence like it really kind of started it that all that's all those little things like set such a tone for the whole skateboarding world like you know like that i just i always found that fascinating that like in like how much how influential just those little inserted pieces into a video can kind of continue to trickle through and have a ripple effect through like everything years and years and years. It was pretty amazing. Just that Stacy or I'm not the foresight, but just that the idea at all to like do that. Like, let's go film yeah. this, <laughs> this dude. Yeah. Like this guy with lines, a dog chilling by the fireplace. Yeah. We'll start a yeah. fire. We'll get like a big, what is that dog called? The golden retriever. Yeah. He has a golden yeah. retriever next to him. And <laughs> yeah. Like, we'll just shoot this. Like what was yeah, that guy like thinking? Like why are why am I doing this? Like yeah, <laughs> this is like, gonna be yeah. a skateboard video. Like yeah, like it's so weird, but it's great and it's great. It's yeah, yeah. it's just really really funny. Definitely, uh, Stacy Peralta. Just I, I love that you know that those little things that he does in the early videos that just give give them so much personality. You know exactly yeah, and that's just one of those things it has nothing to do with skateboarding. Just no but it's that's and that's very and that's very stasic as well i yeah. think it's a lot yeah. stacy but it's like stacy being influenced by 
what yeah. Craig Stesick was doing, yeah. you know, it's almost like you're like, make, making like an art piece. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. More than like mm-hmm. a, a skateboarding video. It's like, this is just like yeah. a conceptual piece. Exactly. Just like this, like you were just going to stick this thing, smack that because you can do whatever you want, right? Like there's no yeah. rules set. There's nothing, there's yeah. nothing that they like have to be like, well, you know, a skate video is this, right? Mm-hmm. It's no, it's like, it's anything you want it to be. We're going to add these weird, like all this stuff to it to make it fun. Kids are watching it. This is not for adults you know yeah so. and there's no point of reference back then it was like i mean you had mm. some skate videos from the 70s but you're basically creating the genre so after the intermission is over we transition into the how they work uh part and this is some awesome awesome clips of the board production at the powell factory mm. which is really cool to kind of see how these skateboards are made i love that part yeah me too. that's just such a fantastic like to see it all kind of be like you're just like oh 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 because you just you know you were you didn't have any hints into how that was all put together and the time and effort it took and all that stuff yeah and it just yeah i thought that was really fascinating to me you also you'd see the stacks of stacks of decks and you're like oh my god yeah look at all yeah. that yeah who has one of those now it's chris iverson who's doing uh, the sanding and rob washburn is doing the the screen printing and during that s- screen printing part if you listen closely in the background there's a radio playing and if you listen it's someone giving like it would be maybe like a weather report or surf report but it's about mm-hmm. skateboarding and it's just like there's going to be scattered ramps from up to 10 to 12 feet, you know, with like big channels, like real low in the background. But if you pay attention, he's talking about like ramps. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. And it sounds I've like you never D- noticed that before. It sounds like D. David Morin speaking, you know, Bob, Bob Burbanks from Weekend Today. You know, it sounds like his voice. So that's another mm-hmm. little thing there. They don't have to do that, but they're just adding in these little subliminal yeah. things. It's the attention to detail. Yeah. That is fantastic. It was like my, it was like dream job too. Oh back yeah. Back in the day, you know, you're like, oh my God, how cool would it be to work there? Just sanding boards all day. I mean, like, you know, probably wasn't that no. great, <laughs> To just have a job like working in skateboarding where you're like just surrounded by decks all day. It's not, it's so cool. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I was kind of fascinated by that guy with the, like the bleach blonde spiky hair. He's like throwing the the plies of the board. I think he's like the first worker yeah. they show, but just I was just like, wow, that's the- a wild look, you know, from... <laughs> not really being exposed to punk yet or anything seeing this video it's just like wow that's a that's a wild look you know even though it's probably pretty tame compared to today but yeah not seeing anyone like spike up their high flat top like that before but that transitions into uh the downhill skating segment with chris iverson and rich dunlap skating downhill it's kind of like a, a repeat of the downhill segment from the first video I think this is really cool. Like these guys are going fast, the sliding they're doing with the gloves. I did notice uh, Chris's gloves now have like these big circular discs on them. Yeah. Which yeah. seem to be like an upgrade from the, the previous like, video. Yeah, it looked like paper plates or something like that. But I understand this is uh, Stacy filming out of the back of George Powell's car. George is driving. And sometimes you can oh. hear Stacy yelling to George to speed up or slow, slow down to get certain, get certain shots that oh. he wanted. And I think he's, there's also parts where Stacy's skating and filming. But sometimes you can see like the, you know, he'll pan to the side. And you can see like part of the car or the shadow of like the, the hatchback open. <laughs> There's a part where you can see them, the two skaters go around the around the corner and for a split second before it cuts, you can see the one guy runs over the other guy's hand and they wipe out. You can see it like just for a second. <laughs> I always noticed Ooh. that. 
that to me it seemed like seeing that was kind of like this is weird like what why is you know because it wasn't like something like okay i've seen this in a magazine i've seen this like it sort of seemed like such a, a throwback you know like it was sort of like oh this is sort of like these like almost like leftover from a certain time in skateboarding where everything else seems so modern to me where like the down this downhill thing was just like uh, like just an older yeah be like if they had like a slalom section or something like that. yeah like it was you just know? like we'd see it we'd like and sometimes eventually like when we watch it we'd be like i was fast forward through this the downhill part yeah just uh, we get to the next stuff yeah like it would just be like Wah. yeah this was uh this was like i think powell realized pretty quickly that people were fast forwarding through them because there was this was the last one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess yeah. there were some. But, I mean, but balls of steel to go like to do that. Hell yeah, Dude, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of those turns like, are pretty like, tight on that hill. Like the, that's that's pretty gnarly. Like the whole thing is pretty gnarly. Like it kind of like oh, like I'm not doing that. So the next segment is how they live, and this is just a real quick couple shots of Cab and Lance hanging out at Lance's house i guess that's probably his bedroom maybe or something i just remember being fascinated like oh this is how i need to decorate you know they're they're teaching you like oh i'm supposed to like rip up my skateboard magazines and hang up posters and put it all on my wall and just have skate gear everywhere and i always thought maybe like you know there was always i think you know a lot of people thought like oh they all live together kind of thing you know and this is maybe where that came from because it's like cab and lance like just chilling like taking it almost looks like the like the roommates yeah their roommates hanging out in this crazy skate house or whatever and then after that we've got pear wellander um, kind of like the street skating freestyle hybrid part skating down uh hollywood boulevard some cool stuff here. He skates by that Legends of Hollywood mural. I'm guessing that's probably on purpose. Some cool follow cam. Another early representation of you know skating with the video camera in front of or behind skaters. Um, and also, like I said earlier with Tommy Grail, the ollie over the, the bush. But Pear does this ollie up onto this ledge, which was probably mm. like the biggest ollie I've seen at that time. Where it's just like... He doesn't pull it though. He kind of like mont. He doesn't. He does like monster. Tr- he almost like wall rides down that ledge. It's like really weird. Yeah, he bails out of it. Though. Yeah, you think so? Definitely. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason they cut away pretty. Uh, I think. Yeah. Um, whatever. The, you know that part is really interesting. There's not. There's really nothing else like it. A freestyle skater. The fact that Para had a street model was kind of always an odd thing. Anyway, even though it's great board, but like there, there's nothing else really like it in the whole Powell the legion of videos like freestyle skater kind of doing a street section mixing it up kind of weird mix of tricks it's cool yeah it's almost yeah. kind of like i'm gonna <laughs> guess it's probably maybe an influence on like killian martin or like andy anderson what they're doing with their yeah. mining freestyle and definitely together but he's doing like those gorilla kick flips or whatever i don't know what they're called but where you put your yeah you kind of flick your toe underneath the board and flip it yeah 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 but on like a big 10 inch street board. I guess he had to justify there like Perry, we'll, we'll give you this board, but you gotta, you gotta do a street part. Yeah, he probably <laughs> saw the writing on the wall earlier than other guys where freestyle wasn't really gonna take off or it was gonna die out. So he was probably, you know, transitioning the street or at least wanted to have a board out so he could make a few bucks or something. Yeah, that's probably a smart move actually. Yeah, yeah. Cause it was good, you know, good graphic. Yeah. So like, yeah, why not 
put it on a, I always loved that. I always loved that his, the version of his street board. I never had one, but I, I always dug it. I thought that was a good board. Strong graphic. Yeah. And it's cool to see there's yeah. kind of like a crowd. I mean, Hollywood Boulevard's busy anyway, but there's kind of like a crowd gathering uh, around him because no one's seen, you know, it's like skateboarding's coming out of a real dead time. So people are having their mind minds blown on the street. Mm-hmm. And that's a pretty. Can you imagine like the hands down the wall ride with like the hands down and you shove it up the wall and come back down? You know, Mm -hmm. like can you imagine like that? Just people standing around in awe of something like that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's just so corny. Like, you know, these people are just standing around in a crowd, like jaws on the floor, watching this. You know, sort of weird assemblage of tricks from this dude. And you know, it was a different time, but you know, some of the outfits. Uh, you know Paris outfit in this part you, you look back and you're like oh man that doesn't hold up <laughs> yeah, oh yeah I like how it kind of ends him jumping over that fence to skate down into that parking ramp and then he high jumps like the the gate and then yeah, does cool. that Russian boneless to end it that's mm-hmm. it's pretty cool but not very not a very long part Mm-mm, it's pretty quick so then we transition to Rodney Mullen starts off with photos of him like pogoing on some fruit and smashing fruit and then into a proper i guess maybe it's all slow motion i think they've placed rodney on another interesting backdrop kind of like his other segments from the other video like just another kind of like apocalyptic looking setting like a decayed building and fence and there's trash on the ground it's pretty cool i also want to note on the song this song is stands out to me it's just like so weird it sounds like something you'd hear on like dr demento or something talking about (laughs) a big dog and it's credited to uh the night which i'm guessing is jim knight that was like one of the kind of creative people behind powell i could be i mean i'm just guessing but it's you know same last name and i'm just trying to piece this all together with rodney we see we now see uh the ollie impossible which is another Mm. big trick we've now seen that for the first time and he also does i I didn't count how many times a flip, but he does like a double or triple varial kickflip in this part. We're seeing, you know, the next evolution of future skateboarding tricks from Rodney. Because the last one we saw the flat ground ollie and the kickflip in the previous video. So now we've got, yeah. you know, varial kickflips and ollie impossibles in the in this one. It's so insane. Yeah. It's so crazy yeah. to think about that. Yeah, it was that was hard to get that that whole like watching him in those videos, like was always really hard for me just to even get my mind around like some of that stuff where you're just like like what happened yeah you know and then you'd, and you'd sort of be like well how could, could we do that with our boards like no our boards are like big fat 10 by 30 things and then like you know you, you everybody knew like the one kid who had the freestyle board yeah there was a couple know? in my town just because they were real yeah. young kids and that you know, there weren't like mini models that fit them. So they would like street skate on freestyle boards, like go off launch ramps yeah. and stuff. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, that's kind of wild. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I knew like one or two people that had, I'm getting into skateboard, but I love this sort of technical aspect of it. And I was just like, you can't do anything with a freestyle board other than freestyle. Like you can't like, I remember like all of us skating in a group and there's like one kid like pushing a mullen. You know, and you're just like, dude, you can't keep up. Yeah, like, you're not going to be skating all up. over the place in the the freestyle board. Like, you just can't. Yeah, can't do it. Like they and they seem so tiny back. Then. It was just like this little teeny tiny thing. You know, I'm like, what are you going to do with that? And we've tried to. I don't even know how to properly describe Rodney. You know, the skating we're seeing and his thought process of creating. I mean, there's been documentaries where people are describing him, and we've tried on our last you know, previous episodes we've talked about Rowdy and it's just like, I don't even really even know how to 
categorize it or you try to break it down but it's just like you're not even really scratching the surface on how to describe them yeah there's so much going on there that was just so far beyond whatever anything else that was happening at that time and like how influential it all became even more so later oh yeah it took skateboarding it took skateboarding you know 10 years to catch up to rodney mullen to where the the equipment was a board shape was such that you could conceptualize doing something like that on it like those tricks you just listed larry are like you know rodney mullen was doing those in future primitive (laughs) like that's crazy you know i mean yeah yeah and probably when was that filmed right so it came out in 85 had to have been filmed yeah maybe even in 84 some of it yeah i actually have a date i'm gonna you know there's a clue in the background later on where there's a sign we'll we'll get to that later but that 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 opens up the filming to happening after a certain date and i was kind of surprised how late it was because i was thinking maybe some of it was 84 too but Hmm. we'll get to that a little later i'll save that for the segment where we see it so after rodney that that part's pretty short you think they would i mean i know he's in the video again later but i think i thought there'd be you know it's almost like a teaser so after Rodney, we cut to Lance's Ramp Jam. And this is another, man, this segment is like another wild high energy part, almost like take the ramp part from the previous video and just like crank it up to 11, like add in more people, have a barbecue. Um, there's all kinds of stuff going on. The, the intro with the guy saying, you know, kids from all over the world, they love skating Lance's Ramp. That's actually Lance's dad. Pretty That's cool. Awesome. But in this part, we've got Cab, Lance, Hawk, McGill, Stedham. I guess those are the pros. Then we've got mm-hmm. the Ams. We've got Jeff Grosso, Adrian Demain, Eric Castro's in there. I think I see Mike Smith, uh, Neil, Neil Blender's in there. So, yeah, this is like a huge, huge, huge party scene going on here. Matt, what are some of the, the highlights of this part for you? I mean, the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> just remember watching it and just going like you know first off you're, you're starting to get accustomed to like seeing lance's ramp so you're like oh this this is a spot where like stuff goes down you know because it Epic was in the, sessions all the yeah. time i'm sure yeah that's what you think you're like oh they, they just have these amazing sessions there every single day but yeah i mean the skating is crazy there's like the classic the spoof of the three girls coming around the corner and <laughs> yeah they they must have realized that was pretty cheesy in, in the first one they're like yeah. we better uh-huh. we better mock so it. i wonder because sean said last time that that they had they had a guy originally directing video show and he correct me if i'm wrong he he was he filmed that day and then didn't come back and then stacy took over from there so i wonder if they were doing that because like i wonder if like that original like the three girls coming down was like his idea and that was them just sort of like making you yeah. know kind of mocking I that can, dude can only imagine like it, it was one of those things like seemed like a good idea at the time yeah for yeah. some reason because <laughs> but then they realized wait a minute like when that came out and people were goofing on it they were like mm. oh, yeah maybe maybe that wasn't the smartest idea to have that happen yeah at least they could you know they could you know look at it and sort of poke fun at it at, yeah. at their own expense one thing that stood out to me in this part though that i thought i always thought was so cool is when they took the ply uh, piece of two by four with the coping on it and they hammered yes. it across the channel dude that's my favorite that. that's my favorite part because of just like the doubles and like lance rolls in lay, laying down and like yeah yeah. That's yes. like, yeah like all that stuff was just like and it, the way it shot too like right there at the roll-in it's like yeah it really really good um that was awesome yeah I just thought that was really cool too. Just, yeah. you know, and you, cause you can tell like to, to this, like, oh, they've done this 
plenty of times before where they just kind of like, all right, you know, let's section that off. It gets like, you know, you get like a really good angle with it too, since it's got that little part in there. Yeah, no, that's a that's a that's a fantastic part of the video. Neil Blender on the barbecue grill, classic. Yeah, they unsync the audio yeah. or something, or someone yeah. else. <laughs> I don't know what's telling. going on. That yeah, part. it's, it's really so ah! it's yeah. so weird. Like that was when like I just was like, oh, I, okay, Neil Blender. Yes, I really like Neil Blender. You know, like that was like one of those things where I was just like, I already knew, like, just from a graphic standpoint, like seeing his boards and knowing that he did the art for him, he just seemed so weird, and I immediately gravitate towards weird. And I just thought it was, I thought it was great too that like they had these guys like him in the video. Yeah, Stacy was great about having other, you know, not just yeah. the Powell Riders, but having other, you know, guest skaters in his videos, yeah. which was super. It cool. made sense though, like it was smart to do that, like you know, the, to be that open to like, oh, well, these pros are, you know, they skate for other people, but it's cool, like have them in the video. Well, also yeah. you're trying, you know, to, I don't you're trying to sell skateboarding, you know, yeah, you're trying exactly. to sell like you're trying to sell like an idea that's beyond just you know your own company. Because yeah. if you sell skateboarding as being like this big thing, there's lots of people involved in and it's all kind of a big community. It has more of a broad appeal, you know? Yeah. I wonder what, like, you know, you have somebody like Blender in these, Neil Blender in these videos. I wonder, like, do the GNS guys, like, are they like, what are you doing in a Powell video? Like, I wonder if there's that kind of discussion. But, but it was just, you know, it was all sort of such new territory at the time that I have a feeling they were probably just like, oh, that's cool. Like, people know that he skates for GNS and that's yeah. just more more visibility to us too yeah thanks yeah, stacy yeah. you know thanks george yeah. yeah i think neil and stacy were pretty tight i think they're still pretty good mm -hmm. friends and i think there was That's at cool. one point talk about having neil ride for powell i don't know why it never happened but that would have been that really been. cool he was in band this too he had like a big part in band yep. this with lance mm -hmm. but it's That's funny because in 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 this one you know they have his like sort of this like you were saying like those weird yells and then in Ban This, there's also like no actual dialogue from Neil Blender other than him just going like, what do you usually have for breakfast? And he just yells this like nonsense at Stacy. Yeah. But it's pretty funny. Like he's in two Paul videos and both of them have just sort of like these guttural, <laughs> his yeah. guttural noises and yelling and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, you know what else stands out to me in this one, Larry, is like the reaction shots of like Grasso, like really hyped and like laughing and stuff like that. They seem like, not the usual Powell like staged reaction shots. They seem really genuine. Like he's really <clears> excited <throat> and laughing about something that just happened. That's like, was really cool or really funny or something like that. I think it's, I think that's cool. It stands out. Yeah. There's yeah. some, all kinds of really good skating going on. One thing that, so Lance does a McTwist, but he sets it up before that with just a 50, 50 grind, yeah. which is pretty wild because usually, you know, you got to blast an air and Pump then do a, couple a McTwist. Of yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just like pretty cool. I also really like McGill does an, an ollie to board slide over the channel. That's really cool. Oh, one other fun fact about the, when they come out dressed as the girls, Lance and McGill are wearing wigs, but cab that's his actual real hair. And it's just like some barrettes in his hair. <laughs> <laughs> that segment kind of concludes with a gentleman saying it's time we move these kids out of the backyards and into the shopping malls run it like a dog in a pony show or something like that yeah i guess that's maybe some commentary on you know like let's go exploit skateboarding you know like put it you know just get it into the arenas or something like that which mm -hmm. is maybe 
the direction that some people wanted to take the industry. So they may have been making comments about that. Yeah. The information I could find about this gentleman was it was just an actor friend of Stacy and his, his first name drew. That's all I could find. Oh, this guy. yeah. That's funny. That is like, yeah, that was just like, I was going to say like, is this like somebody that we would know name wise, maybe that had like, you know, something to do with what a, a company or a magazine or whatever it is. Cause it usually is right. Yeah. It usually is. There's some sort of connection there. But I like that that's the transition too. It's like a little commentary on sort of how things are rising. And then they go to an actual parking lot. Mall. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Parking lot contest, which is. I like that you can see Tower Records in the background in that parking yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, Oh, hell yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Yes. Yeah. I would love to go and just be a fly on the wall at that contest. Yeah, this is just another, to me, a cool look into, you know, this kind of environment for the first time, this kind of DIY grassroots skateboarding contests in a parking lot that i would soon be seeing you know and participating in in real life you know yeah which was you know kind of eye-opening to see this did you guys notice the clip of grasso street skating before they show the clips from the contest he does that kind of like curb invert he does maneuver. a little curb flip that yeah like yeah so like that little part is was so awesome only because like all we really had were curbs and like I would watch that part over and over and over again because it was just like some of that stuff just seemed so it was so cool and kind of effortless and but I was like how can I get myself to that point where I feel it's just this little casual flow of you know like that kind of thing and a little flip like I just you know that was I loved 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 that part and before we get to the you know the actual well actually they do a really good you know they're setting up the scene you know before we get to the runs you just like all these people hanging out in the parking lot signing autographs people smashing you know beating up that car you're riding on it and then we have this gentleman standing with Stacy he almost looks like a tennis player like he's got the sweater like over his shoulders kind of tied up on the front yeah and he says, Little League was to the 50s what skateboarding is to the <laughs> 80s. These kids need uniforms, hats. hats. <laughs> Another classic line, but it's got to be more common, you know, more commentary. And it, it's mind blowing that we now have uniforms and hats. Like skateboarding is in the Olympics. We're going to keep it raw in the streets and in the parking lots. But yeah. now it's, it's, it really is in the Olympics. And that's pretty wild. Yeah, that's really funny. We always thought that, I just always thought that little part was just hilarious because it was like we were, we were rebelling against uniforms and hats right yeah like, yep. that was the whole that was the whole thing we're like, not I mean, playing ball sports you know we're skateboarding yeah and some skateboarding did have you know there was a not not a uniform but like there was a look and you sort of in some way adhered to that look um especially at that time yeah no i just again i thought and you because the thing is too you know that there, those conversations were happening right those guys were privy to oh yeah people coming up to them and saying yeah we need to organize it this way we need to do these things and we need to get it like that and you're just like injecting those little pieces of what they see from the very very inside outside which i think is great i also really like this song that kicks in when they go to the runs it's yeah. credited to los pukes and the song's called pukes. one two three four which is just another you know dennis dragon in the studio project type thing but it's almost like a, like a punk song you know just this oh like, yeah 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 I love that. Yeah, I know. I love that song. That like this is by far my favorite part of the whole video. Just because you've got like the dudes in the car that are just like like freaking out, and you've got this old, and then like they interject the '65 Rambler ad 
into as they're like just people are just beating the car up <laughs> mm-hmm. like i think about the effort it took to find that ad sure the yeah. video I thought about ad it. back yeah. then yeah and insert, you had to go like, to like the library and of, who yeah, knows where like like where did you go to find yeah. an old the actual ad for that car you know and also this is 1985 it was a 65 Rambler. It's 20 years old. That's it. That crazy. Seemed like from another time. Yeah, it was like 100 you know? years old or something. It's literally like if you were at a skate contest today and you had like a 2002 whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Saturn or something like that. Yeah, like what? Like <laughs> what? What? That whole video of like the way the way Guerrero skates in it, which he takes it very seriously. And then you've got Mountain who doesn't at all and handstand into the into crowd the crowd <laughs> he's got a straw like, in his mouth it's yeah. like equal part hilarious a little rude but at the same time like those kids probably freaking love the fact that he came like crashing into the crowd there i wanted a car that was that cool stickers all over it and it's beat Spray up painted. like the year was like yeah like that's so cool like there's just something that was just like well, that's a common right. theme in the the first few Paul videos is like the spray painted, the oh, spray yeah. painted jacked up car, you know. Yeah, like you see later, like you see like a a, a VW Squareback like yeah. run by and it's all just covered with yeah. graffiti on the side. Yeah, there's a that, few more in you know? this video that we haven't even gotten yeah. to yet. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. like a that was like a big thing for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but like even like in that video too, like like even what Lance is wearing at that time, which is like a pair of like just filthy levi's and his like skate highs and whatever like just like everything's just kind of dirty which isn't very lance but that was like i was like i need like a pair of like really beat the shit levi's and like you know i'm gonna let my skate highs just get completely destroyed especially that scene for for in particular is very sort of influential on like building like how do i want to look in this world like a lot of you know i'd really been influenced at that time by like more surf culture so like seeing that skate stuff be very like it's really taking itself out of surf you know it it wasn't bright there there weren't bright wasn't bright color it wasn't all splashy pattern it wasn't like very clean and manicured it was like a little dirty grungy especially if you look at the rest of the video there's something about that contest in particular where it's very like raw i think that was what i loved about it was that juxtaposition of like tennis guy with this you know eyes odd shirt wrapped yeah. around mm-hmm. like, these kids need hats and, and then it was just like let's just show the grimiest like most dirty like just yeah here's like some car covered in graffiti and stickers and dudes with like a lizard hanging off of his ear yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah like like and like where do these guys come from did someone call yeah. and say hey can you bring your car to the contest so we can skate on it like you know like all that kind of stuff is just yep. yeah it was just i was you know equal parts like confused and excited you know just sort of like i wish you know maybe when i get older i can do these things tommy wins or he won this contest which is super awesome i don't know where lancer cab placed in there but also you can see when people are like freaking out and congratulating guerrero one of the guys is orb who you know as maps to the skaters homes in uh like his buddy and he go he yells like CBS at him, which is City Boy Shreds, which was like the name of their skate crew. Some more fun facts. And one of the guys beating up the car at the end of that part is uh, Jeff Hedges, who rode for Santa Cruz. Oh, yeah, another is that right? fun I fact knew. to throw at you. you I know. didn't know that. And you can see Bryce Knights there sitting on the sidelines at one point too. 
I didn't realize that he had the map to, maps to the skaters' homes. Guy had uh, made a pre-appearance yeah. in a Powell video. Yeah, this is the kind of thing you're only going to find out on the Bones Brigade audio show. <laughs> the important, important stuff. The next segment is how they fly, and this is—I think this might be my favorite video part of all time. Like this wow. song yeah. and the slow-mo skating and just showing it like super beautiful there. I mean, there's hard tricks too, but I don't know something about this song and the slow-mo just like once in a while, like I might get like a little tear come down my <laughs> eye. I just really, really love this part. Oh man, that's uh that's a pretty heavy thing to say. Yeah. yeah. dude. I don't know. Just, I, did not, I would not have me. pegged that. I would not have thought that. It just hits me, man. We've had a lot of conversations about skateboarding. And it's the first I've heard of this. <laughs> I'm not saying you're lying, but all this, the Tony footage at Del Mar is all really mind blowing. I think super um, advanced stuff for the time. And you've seen a lot of, probably a lot of um, Grand Britain photos where you see Stacy and, and Craig filming him at Del Mar. And that's mm -hmm. that session that's, that's in this part. There's also a, a blue ramp with cement coping. That's kind of really shown a lot in this segment. That is owned by Jason Sears, the singer of Rich Kids on LSD, who lived in oh. Santa Barbara. Yes, another kind of punk rock tie-in. Wow, that's cool. And next we go to How They Entertain. And this features the legendary Johnny Rad in his first appearance in a Powell video, <laughs> singing uh, Skate and Create, which also they kind of uh, mix in the slam section into this part. The guy playing the piano is Jordan Warren Zevon. Is that how you say that? That oh, yeah. guy's name? Yeah. Warren mm -hmm. Zevon. This is his son, Jordan, playing piano. So there's another little fun fact for you. That's wild. That yeah. is wild. I had not. I don't know how he got in the mix. I don't know who the drummer, yeah. the drummer is. Um, I don't know. This almost looks like it's like a real club they're at maybe and i guess the johnny red character is kind of based on that bill murray lounge singer guy from saturday night live that sings yeah. like the star wars theme song mm -hmm. so it's pretty cool and i also really love that no one's cigarette is lit got, everyone's got unlit <laughs> cigarettes in their mouth he's a he, he really cemented himself within uh skateboarding culture with those parts right he's a legend without ever uh riding a board and also there must be, they must have filmed, I mean, we, this is the only song we see in the video, but also later we see Mick Twist and Shout, and then they does a cover song um, where they change the lyrics to like skating with, with that dude. Um, I think it's Joe Jackson song maybe, but yeah, just super, I mean, I got to meet Johnny, you know, years later. So it was super cool to meet him and he's just super creative and blows my mind that it's like the guy from animal chin yeah. and future primitive it's so wild what does he do like what is his thing he's an actor yeah um should i reveal his his real name i mean only should if I... you really want to okay yeah. his name is uh rob fitzgerald and uh -huh. do you remember those budweiser i love you man commercials yeah uh -huh. yeah that's him <laughs> and his his character in those commercials is also named johnny Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, but he's been in a lot of TV shows and movies. He's, a, he's just an actor in Hollywood. And I guess he was Stacy's next door neighbor at the time. Oh, it was just wild. like, hey, we're going to do this bit. You want to play this lounge singer character? And he's like, yeah, sure. That's awesome. Yeah. So after Johnny Rad, we've got, it, which could be my favorite part of the video, I guess besides the part that makes me cry um, from earlier. 
this is the New York City street skating part with uh, Lance, Cab, McGill. Um, they skate down to the Brooklyn Banks. And also there's a guy, another skater there. You see two tricks from Ian Fromm, who's mm-hmm. a New York City skater. He does like that mm-hmm. backside air to axle stall. And he ollies up onto the wall at the, the lower banks and like yanks mm-hmm. off. Another thing, like all the high ollie stuff, like the ollie up on that wall was like super impressive to me. But it yeah. was like, who who is Ian from? I don't even know how I learned it was Ian from. But, you know, later, I think he was part of that original uh, Shut Skates crew. And then I know he even had a pro board later on Skull Skates. So a little later, they meet up with Dave Hackett and Christian Asoy at the World Trade Center Plaza, which is still trips me out, you know, seeing that that none of that exists anymore. Oh, and here's the date. This is where I found the date. So they skate through Times Square. And you can see on one of the movie theater marquees in the background, Back to the Future is playing. So oh. I looked up the release date for Back to the Future is July 3rd, 1985. Oh, so at least wow. that part of the video is filmed after July 3rd, 1985. And how wow. ironic, because, you know, you could probably credit Back to the Future with, you know, kickstarting a million other people into skateboarding. Oh, yeah. that, that is how I wanted to get a skateboard because I saw Back to the Future. Yeah, I think Mortimer, too, said that yeah. in uh, Propaganda. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. So that means that they had to real like that was put together, edited pretty quick. Yeah, I think there's an ad out there where it says of you know future primitive coming soon, available December first, nineteen eighty five. Oh, so it was December of eighty five. That's mm-hmm. interesting. So maybe my timeline is wrong in terms of what I saw. Maybe I did see video show first, but th- this one for some reason sticks out in my head as mm-hmm. the prominent one, like the one that we watched more. So if that came out in December of 85. Yeah, I always think of it yeah. as like, you know, when I say like, oh yeah, I got it in 1985, but it's really probably, I remember it being the winter time. It's probably, you know, January, February, March, early yeah, 86. Early 86, yeah. 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 But that's great that you see Back to the Future there as a, a time marker. Yeah, scene. and Pear Wellander doubles Marty McFly, you know, does some of the stunt work. So it all oh my gosh, kind of, that's yeah. tie in. Yeah, but some of the skating in this, it's pr- another just wild look, you know, being a suburban kid, like seeing this, you know, New York's, the streets of New York City. It's like pretty wild. Oh, yeah. And they're skating through the streets, almost kind of, you know, knocking people over and literally yeah, doubles oh, they, doing like yeah. a little doubles thing down the sidewalk yeah. and yeah. everything was Crashing that, that was, into yeah, that was... the street vendor mm-hmm. yeah i was always interested you know they have all the cutaway shots the one guy who's like in the window and he's doing like this arm thing and then he kind yeah. of does it again like over exaggerates it and i was just like what is this guy doing and i almost think he was maybe making fun of it but he doesn't have any reference besides maybe break dancing like this is to him this is like a breakdance move he's like look at these dumb kids you know doing these moves like i don't know it's just like the weirdest thing he's doing with his arm and you got that that woman with like the huge beehive mm-hmm. kind of haircut she's like yep. totally uh i don't know if she's actually you know you, you never know if she's actually seeing what you're seeing on the screen but it's when that i don't know who it is but he does like that huge just he gets up on that box truck and just like boneless is off of it yeah i was gonna mention that's dave hackett where he just climbs up on a delivery truck and acid drops off or acid drops off yeah pretty radical height you know it's like 10 feet high or something it seems like 
I always wondered like what was like now were they on tour and that's why they were in New York like what was Hackett doing there like what was that whole like what brought them there to kind of go and do that do we know I don't know I would be wouldn't be surprised if it was after like let a contest like say like after Virginia Beach like hey we got to show mm. skateboarding in other places besides California so let's yeah. let's go to New York but I don't know how Hackett and Hosoy end up in the mix yeah any other uh commentary on this part before we move on that section was um or that part was uh interesting to me only because like at that point i don't know if i had skated in philadelphia yet like i was you know i'm only like a 30 it was only like a 30 minute train ride and i think that at that point maybe i or maybe i just had started to go every once in a while i'd get on the train and go and skate in the city so to sort of see that was pretty cool yeah, I just remember watching it and seeing the uh, the Brooklyn Banks, you know, mm. in, they don't name them by name, but just seeing that place with the, just the, it looks so insane, you know, how does a place like this exist? Yeah, you know, why was this built? So cool. you know? Why was it, yeah, why was it built? Like who decided to make like brick, you know, just sort of wavy brick the banks banquet. that you can, yeah. yeah. Probably so, a drainage issue, I would yeah, imagine. Probably. Yeah, Yeah. And then Lance, of course, uh, has his, his big old, like convulsing on the ground thing that we referenced earlier yeah which was just so funny and amazing and that there's that guy that <laughs> yeah they cut to the guy being all grossed out and stuff yeah yeah and then the, and then there's the guy kind of coaching yelling for the medic and all that stuff yeah yeah Super yeah. great part and then that part kind of ends with lance going up to a couple bums and he's asked hey what are you guys doing here and that's a reprise of uh stacy's dad walter peralta and the lady is actually his mom june peralta oh my playing gosh. the other bum it's pretty funny and they tell him go back to the skate park and then it seems like in a way like the video kind of takes a turn like it's almost like over at this part and then there's just i mean well they kind of categorize it as dislocated bones there's all these like really quick kind of almost like leftover little segments that they just tack on at the end the first one is when pear wellander pops out of the uh the sewer and then meets up with the other freestylers again they're placing freestyle in these like crazy like decayed apocalypse yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's the spray painted car oh, that's right yeah. the other guys on the set you know there's pear rodney mullen uh eric sanderson is the little kid who we oh, later right? know yeah who we later know you know in public domain uh rubber boys part um greg smith and then the girl is michelle sanderson who's aunt eric uh, sanderson's sister and then also i noticed for the first time last time there's another guy there and it's steve rocco they never show him skate but he's there with his freestyle board oh. um which i was kind of blown away and matt commented to me earlier like kind of like knowing what's going to happen like three or four years down the road with steve rocco that he's actually in a powell video it's pretty wild pretty crazy and there's, there's that some cool local that, flavor in that one that yeah part, that too. crazy bum yeah on the street and then bum another dancing. cool uh spray painted car mm-hmm. which again is just like when i get a car i want to spray paint it like you were saying earlier you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, thing. yeah 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 and Let's there was a kid in my neighborhood that did that he had a chevette he didn't spray paint it but it was 100% covered in skate stickers like every wow. single inch it was pretty wild um some cool freestyle going on here you know it's like a you know we get to see a little bit more Rodney Mullen it was also the only time I can think in a in a Powell video where they put freestylers together like that everyone else mm-hmm. I think kind of just had their own solo part so it was kind of yeah 
cool to see how i guess in real life they would get together and kind of session like that so that was kind of kind of cool to see it like that and then they cut to a quick ditch session up in the hills i'm not 100 percent sure but my buddy who lived in woodland hills thinks that's a ditch in nap park um which mm. is, can also be seen in the summer sessions video that uh sure grip video i don't know if you guys know that one but we've got you know Grasso's, uh, Kevin Staub, Hawk, Lance McGill skating this this little tiny ditch up in some California hills. That place looks so fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was like the spots. Like, Again, I love and, the you skate know, stuff like that. Totally. I always wished for Completely. something like that near me. Yeah, like I didn't really necessarily want the giant California skate park with like the the you know fourteen foot bowl. I wanted like yeah. that some crusty yeah. little so, ditch in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, there was one. There was one like not far away, but I never knew where it was. That it was actually really close and still exists. King of Prussia Mall. Yeah, yeah. But I never knew where it was. No one ever, like, no one I knew knew exactly where it was. Like to let me know, like, go here, That's and then the, I would drive by it on the highway. It's called the Dust Bowl, right? I think Dust Bowl. The Dust Bowl. Yeah, I think it is. That's a really cool segment. Again, you know, nothing too serious going on. They're goofing around. They're slamming. They're laughing. They're having having a good time. Then after that, we transitioned to some leftover, I guess, footage from the Gonzalez pool that we saw that slow-mo footage in the beginning of the video. And everyone's wearing those Jimmy or Jimmy Z's berets. I don't know how you do it. Oh, and there's yeah. actually a cutaway mm-hmm. of uh, Jim Ganser. I think that's how you say his name. Who, yeah. Who owned yeah, yeah. the brand. He must've just showed up with like, Hey, everybody have some Free berets. Swag. Yeah. 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 I think he used to, I think he used to just basically just like give everybody stuff. Guerrero was in ads. Novice was in ads. Uh, I think Hackett is in a really well-known ad where he's like slashing like a pool, like it's literally like fully like oh, vertical yeah, and yeah. like vertical, twisted like that. that. Yeah, the like, which slash. Is just a, and there's also but, yeah. a, a little cameo from Jay Adams uh, in there. He's wearing like a, a lifeguard helmet and he's standing next to Lance. So I guess he was maybe skating at that. Oh, crazy! At, at that, but oh, you wow. see you see him for a second. After that, we cut to that Derby Derby Park yeah. session where I'm gonna guess maybe this is like right after that Sacto contest, maybe because that same car is like parked there. I don't know if it's the same. That's the thing. I looked. I don't know if it's the same car. And what's no. really funny about that is, so they you know they interview people right. They're going like, "What does skateboard to do?" Yeah. And there's the dude in the car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's like it's about cars it's about skating cars. and cars yeah and that guy if you look on youtube he comments oh wow oh, on the video and he says like yeah they told like they asked me to like bring my car over you know to the park and like we and like and you know that was like my one second of fame or whatever it is like but it's i forget his name like it's literally it, you can see it on That's a comment cool. on youtube and i like i had actually responded to him i was just like dude you don't know how many times we've quoted you like oh, this yeah. is fantastic that you're you know you're here and you know uh, acknowledging yourself and, uh, yeah it's <laughs> yeah. really great yeah they ask all kinds of interesting people like what what skateboarding mean to you and the three guys who say skateboarding's for fun but the one guy's holding that mannequin head on his mm-hmm. shoulder it's like sitting up so, weird. <laughs> so <laughs> crazy somebody this else is... says uh pulling japan airs yeah yeah that's pretty exactly. funny yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. yeah but like the fact that somebody actually had to make a decision to go out of their house with a mannequin head. <laughs> yeah and that guy just Either. himself looks really wild and crazy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. he, he happens to be the guy with the mannequin shoulder. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, yeah no, I love that. I, that's a great little part, just because it just sort of it's so weird and wacky in terms of just like it's just a bunch of people just kind of carving and doing little ollies and like it's just kind of low key, but that crowd is so cool. Mm-hmm. There's just so many people there, like that. Another one of those things that you look at and you go, "Oh man, I want to be there in that." As intimidating as that can be, mm-hmm. right? As a little kid, like going into like that big crowd of all those like skaters who you think are just going to like maybe rip you to shreds in some capacity. I just love, yeah, I love that whole. Well, you, I mean, you never saw anything like that back in those days. You know, you saw a crowd of people, you know, it wasn't like this guy with a mannequin head on his shoulder and, Mm-mm. you know. First, yeah, first time I saw something like that was in Philadelphia, Bones Brigade Summer Tour 87, six. I have to look at the flyer. It's the one, the flyer was the one with Guerrero. Uh, in the backside air pulling it yeah pulling in air and then it's the spray paint bones brigade yeah uh yeah. it's the 87 one i think 87 yeah so i saw him twice on that tour nice um and that was really the first time we really i really saw like that big group of people coming converging mm-hmm. from all areas you know saw him in philadelphia saw him in doylestown so after that uh derby park part we got some post lance's ramp jam like street skating goofing around going down the hill hitting the launch ramp just goofing around in the streets so i'm guessing after that session stacy's like hey i got 15 minutes left on this tape let's go uh you know goof around out front or something yeah yeah so another quick part and then i really love it it transitions to stacy skateboarding doing some of the um you know the space walks and going down the hill and they show mm-hmm. them uh, at the bottom of Bicknell Hill, which if you watch Dogtown and Z-Boys is that hill. And in, in, I don't know if it's Venice or Santa Monica technically, but you know, where they all yeah. skating and there's that famous Jay Adams photo where he's real low to mm-hmm. the ground. So he's like skating yeah. right there. And then we kind of commented in the previous video where the, we see that spray painted car that Lance jumps off of in video show that's Bicknell yeah. street. So they're like oh. another kind of tribute you know, the future and the primitive, but yeah, I was always stoked to see, I love Stacy skating like super fluid and and smooth. And then when you're kind of young, you don't really quite know his history as a skater, but you're just kind of excited to see like, wow, this guy owns like the best company and he's an awesome skateboarder, you know, it's like cool to see. Yeah. I was just always fascinated. And and as much as that sort of seemed like a throwback too, at least that part, like just the skill and the bat, like that balance, Mm-hmm. that that takes and that flip like was just like i was fascinated by that and i'd always try to be like try to sort of imitate that too just like because i just thought that was cool style wise mm-hmm. and that was just that control was always fascinating to me yeah i was really also drawn to i don't know if you noticed one of his pant legs on his jeans has like flames like look like magic marker like red magic marker flames on his on one of those oh. legs like down by the the ankle i thought that looked really cool Oh, wow. I never noticed that before. I never noticed that. I have to look at that. And then we see quick freestyle part from Kevin Harris, who's just yeah. kind of recently on the on the team. He doesn't have a pro model out. He's skating a, a Wellander freestyle board. And then there's another spray painted art car, we'll call it, I guess. So it's like mm-hmm. this continuous themes of TVs and crazy cars in Powell videos. And then that segments into you see Jesse Martinez and Nadis. Uh, yeah. at Venice Beach and then just seeing Nottis mm-hmm. do these wall rides is just like a whole new it's just insanity like yeah, I mean, he's um 
he's kind of running into him. Yeah, he like jumps into him. He does. There's one where he like ollies up the wall. Oh, he does those crazy like running jump into it kind of thing. And then that just transitions into kind of like the previous video, like silly outtakes and you know showing our friends and oh, it's also awesome to see yeah vcj in in his art studio which was like super awesome to see kind of like how they showed the boards being made earlier you kind of get a little peek into like how the graphics are made yeah that was super exciting yeah yeah Yeah. he was like da vinci as far as i was concerned oh my gosh like i would have watched a whole hour video just on like him like inking things yeah i instantly wanted to see more like just show me you know, yeah. an hour of that, like you said. Yeah. Like, and then one more thing I'll comment on. I like to see Craig Stasek does a coffin. He kind of like just rolls <sighs> through frame kind of towards yep. the end of the video. And then it, it ends. They put over and Voya Voya Candias on the on the, yeah. on the screen. Let's so I guess it. Yeah. yeah, the skate pirates who have hijacked the uh the television station is now mm-hmm. uh, it's now over. And then the credits scroll and it's it ends with uh, this video cassette is protected under the copyright laws of the United States and existing galaxies. Any infringement of these laws will result in immediate dismissal from the park with no refund. Do not Xerox. <laughs> yes, I, I love the all, do not Xerox. Yeah, yeah. They also thank, I think all the police departments of every city that yes. they filmed in, which yeah. I don't, <laughs> I'm assuming was tongue in cheek. Yeah, yes, I don't I think they got hilarious. permission. I also noticed yeah. uh, David Letterman is is thanked. Yeah, there. he's thanked in the yeah he's thanked yeah. in the credits, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, do not Xerox. Um, but the do not Xerox I thought was really really good. I never really noticed that before until uh, recently. Yeah, and which and because they knew damn well that kids were figuring out how to make multiple co- like copies of this stuff and pass it around to everybody. You know. Yeah, and like make yeah. a copy and we're gonna kick you out of the skate park you know for exactly. life yeah. yeah yeah one other fun fact i can toss at the end of this is the the raw tapes to this video were actually stolen um out of stacy's car so this the story i know i i mean they were definitely stolen but the story i know is he was at the editing studio came home late one night you know and had like milk crates and boxes full of tapes in his car and it was late at night and he was tired and he was just like oh, i don't want to deal with these right now goes to like go into his house and then on second thought he's like let me grab the master edit you know he just finished the video let me take the one tape which is now the completed edited video into the house the next morning comes out car is broken into and all the tapes are gone so that's why like in documentaries or in you know bonus dvd footage you never see like any extra footage from this video but I can't imagine what else is on those tapes. There's like some serious oh. skate history just gone. Yeah. And, but, and then of course, whoever took them, they're probably, who knows yeah, just, what they did with them. Yeah. They just threw them in the trash. Yeah. That's pretty Taped crazy. Over them. Yeah. Well, what were they? What were they? What were they shot on? Probably yeah, it wasn't yeah, VHS. Probably it was like, like, you know, yeah, it wouldn't be some VHS. Crazy. Some it was either like beta tape or something like three quarter. Yeah. Like beta some sort tape of, or something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why. Jeez. Yeah. So that's future primitive. Um, any, you guys have any closing thoughts on the video? I think uh, we did a pretty good job of covering this, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> if you ask me on the right day this is my favorite video it's really hard i mean it's definitely one of the the early powell videos for sure but you know on any given day it could be 
you know, a different one from the day before, but this could very well be my, my favorite one. It is definitely the first one. And I've even heard that it's George Powell's favorite. I can imagine that. Yeah. It really encapsulates a, a time very, very well. And it like, and it definitely a sweet spot for me in, in terms of like skateboarding. So that is very like, like when I think about like sort of memory wise, like the best part, like that's the time, mm-hmm. right. For me. So definitely my favorite. That's cool. Yeah. yeah it, it's a, it's a look at the, uh, uh, you know, kind of the, the infancy of the second generation, you know, of, of, of skateboarding blowing up, you know what yeah. I mean? Because by the time they got around to animal chin came out and was released in public domain, it had gotten a little more cleaned up. You know what I mean? Like there was like mm-hmm. the the big kind of uh, Anaheim ramp jams and the you know the things like that. It was a little more starting to get a little more corporatized and cl- cleaned up. And so yeah, it was. It, it's a cool snapshot of uh, a trans transitional sort of time to from where it was to where it was going. All these guys still still super young, but you know growing up, you know getting bigger. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Tony Hawk doesn't look like he's twelve anymore in this video, and mm-hmm. um, a little less gangly. But you know, if you 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 know what's coming, you know for these dudes, and you know what's coming yeah. for skateboarding, and uh, so it's cool to see it before it kind of got as massive as it was going to get before it sort of dipped down again. So thankfully, thankfully, Stacy took the tape in that night. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, could you imagine like what would you know? That would be if you left that master tape in the car. That, that would be crazy. Would have, yeah, would have been a bummer. But it's too bad. It's uh, it sucks that those things are gone because like an expanded version of of Future Primitive would be incredible. All right, we should shut this down. Um, Jeremy, thank you so much yep. for your time and joining us today. It was super awesome to uh, to have you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. That was awesome talking to Jeremy. If you want to see what he's up to and keep up to date. Um, you can follow him on Instagram at Dean's Nuts. So everyone go hit up Jeremy on Instagram and tell him Larry and Matt sent you. But other than that, I think we've got some emails, right? We've got the the Bones Brigade audio show mailbag. Dude, the mailbag. Stuff to the gills. <laughs> it is. Well, I think it's cool because people, um, it's cool to be getting some feedback. And uh, so thank you uh, to everybody who's taken the time to... Uh, to write in say anything cool or say anything not cool or whatever it is just thanks for listening and um so yeah we got a few few emails here we're gonna read um if you want to uh you know if you want to have your your work read online or on the podcast just write in and we'll probably read it aloud so uh anthony p from nyc congrats on the podcast really looking forward to the ride and digging everything so far you got to do bonus episodes on the Bones Doc and LA Boys. I already don't want it to end. Well, you're in luck because I have a feeling Larry has those plotted out far yep. into the future. Yep, they're on and the uh, list. Um, I actually looked at the list this morning, and uh, I think we're up to 33 videos. Well, actually, it's more videos, but 33 episodes, I guess we'll call it. So, yeah. and so you get knows? a while. Yeah, yeah, you got a while. You and a while with every other week. So that's, you know, that's well over a year of content right there. So yep. we've got a long journey ahead of us. So it'll be fun. So Anthony, yeah, hang out, strap Anthony in, P. buddy. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, indeed. All right. So Tim P, also from New York, Depew. Is it Depew? Is that how you pronounce it? Yep. Depew, New York. 
Yeah. Dudes was listening to your thoughts at the end of the second episode. And it reminded me of the conundrum that me and my friends constantly found ourselves in. You mentioned pre-internet, but I'm thinking more pre-video availability. We kept seeing killer photos of people in the air on their skateboards on the street. And the captions were always so-and-so doesn't Ollie. Well, in one photo, you have no idea how they got in that position. And there was no way in the world we were going to figure out how in the hell to do it without seeing it in person or on video. But we had no way of knowing, and we spent countless hours trying to figure out the concept from just a few words in a magazine. Stupefying waste of our time until we saw how it was done. Amazing to think that there was a time you could be involved in something and not know how the basics were performed. Keep up the great work. That was awesome. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's uh, kind of almost a common story that you hear that, you know, just looking at skateboard magazines, you know, people being in certain positions in the air you know it's just like well where is he coming from where is he going how did he get there what direction is he turning yeah so yeah videos helped people you know learn skateboarding all over the place yeah but also trying to interpret what you're seeing in the photos probably led to a lot of creative you know like things happening in skateboarding too that's true you thought you you were copying the photo what you were making up something making something up totally yeah exactly yeah yeah all right we got one more rich m from phoenix az hi guys i think i'm a bit younger than you guys but i have an older uncle who skates and gave me a copy of bones brigade video show for my 16th birthday in the late 90s after listening to your episode i heard you describing a contest section that i was unfamiliar with contest runs from delmar and upland if i'm remembering correctly I dug out the VHS and dusted off the VHR VCR to watch it again. That section is definitely not included on the VHS. I wonder if I have a different copy. Actually, I meant to bring that up during that episode that um, Lance Mountain told me at one time they took that section out for some reason. And there was still, you know, like those videos were always in print. I don't know why they took it out. I'm guessing maybe music rights with that Youth Brigade song. But really, I mean, that section has been re-added in, on the DVD. But for some reason, in later copies of the VHS era, like in the 90s, that those contest runs were gone. So, that's crazy. That's yeah, that's weird. Not, I did yeah, not like, know that. No, I had no idea about that. Yeah, I've never seen one. That's just what I was told. So wow, this guy, this guy has one. So yeah, he's got a... That's well, yeah, you got a rarity there. Well, that's the uh, that's the last one for this this go round. But yeah, once again, to anybody who's taken the time to write in or make a cool comment on our Instagram or whatever it is, thank you. Keep them coming. So if you want to send us an email, feel free. We'd love to hear from you. You can hit up the contact page on our website, which is thebonesbrigadeaudioshow.com, and uh, we'll get you on the next episode. But Until then, I'm Larry. I'm Matt. Reminding you to never stop searching for chin. Well, I'm a future primitive and I skate to live.
still had your mom? Yeah, I was at it, mom. Hang in there, we'll be home soon. Keep hold the fort down. Keep the rat, keep the damn raccoon out of my truck, please.